Big Finish for the love of stories. You're listening to the Big Finish podcast. Release date Sunday the 16th of October 2022. Are you open? Dear God, be open. Oh, shut the door and stop making a fuss. And what's this? My colleague. Friend? Mild acquaintance. Brandy, double. Fair enough. Day drinking doesn't seem like you. I don't feel like me. Ugh, no, no, no. Would you like me to pretend I care? Just once, yes. I've had a shock. Seen a ghost? (laughs) In a way. Munich and Benji. Happy day. I'm Benji Clifford, he's Nick Briggs, this is Big Finish, audiobooks, audio drama and this podcast all for the love of stories. Coming up pretty darn soon, the good review guide taking a look at Unit Nemesis 1 Between Two Worlds. Oh, I know just how nasty Time Lords can be. Then we go behind the scenes with Torchwood Soho, the unbegotten, for some gloriously vintage Torchwood adventures with Norton Folgate, Sergeant Andy and Gideon Lime. The dead walk the earth, the air and the ground are poisoned. I'm Samuel Barnett and I'm playing Norton Folgate. Still hanging in there, listeners' emails return again, delivering top-class listener banter from the email address podcast at bigfinish.com. Never a dull moment. In our also available segment, we look to another Torchwood release out this week. Torchwood SUV, with Yanto and Tosh stuck in a car with alarming consequences. (laughs) There's a monster outside, and it's determined to get in. We're fine in here. Really? How much air do we have? Well... Then the Randomoid Selectatron will once again be giving you a 25% discount on a randomly selected Big Finish release. Benji, please activate the secret time-smashing clip. Activated. I have a secret. And then it'll be time to give you a free 15-minute drama tease. This week, it's Torchwood Soho, The Unbegotten by James Goss. Episode 1, A First Breath. Mandeville Walk, the most haunted street in Soho, as in ghosts. Actual ghosts. No such thing. <coughs> Andrew and I. No such thing. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We're ghost hunting. Happy day. Do you know what that's from? Yes, I do. That's from Children of the Stones, Yay! isn't it? Happy yeah, day. Okay. There we go. Happy day. That was a good series, wasn't it? It's a fantastic series. I recommend it to anybody, actually. It's just, it's suitably scary. And it's for children, which which I just think is crazy when you actually watch it. Because it's quite eerie, isn't it? And quite yeah. out there. It's available on DVD, isn't it? I believe so, yeah. HTV, isn't it? Can you sum the plot up in 14 seconds? 14 seconds. Gareth Thomas and his kid basically move to a new town, and he's like an expert in rocks or something like that, essentially. Geologist, I believe, is the term. And they soon start to find out that there's a sort of weird thing going on with the town, and everybody's kind of in this sort of strange bubble and nobody can escape and also the rocks have started moving about as well and there's a big plot there but all the children are kind of immune to it uh, and so the children sort of try to work out what's going on 
um, that's that's essentially what I can muster from my mind. Interesting, interesting. Well, it's very mysterious and weird, and Ian Cuthbertson plays the sort of villain in it. He it's does, just doesn't he? Yes. Really, if you've never heard it or sort of heard of it, do uh, watch it. This is I just wanted to recommend it because I do love that original TV series from 1977, I believe. I believe you're correct. Let me just so, see yeah, if it is studio for sale. bound video, but with uh, 16 millimeter location oh, filming. And- gorgeous. Yeah, you can. You can get it on Amazon for. Uh, whoa, <laughs> well, not don't get it from Amazon. It's c- coming up at sixty nine pounds. I don't. Good think God! So. It's a network release. Yeah. So I would have thought you must be able to get it cheaper. From surely network. you're pulling me leg if that's the case. Maybe maybe it's not available anymore. Wow. Um, that'd be really sad. But anyway, good luck. <laughs> um, <laughs> not, so, I must have it. I must have it on DVD somewhere. Yeah. I'm really surprised that it's for that much. Well, I guess maybe it's out of print now, and so so it only exists where it exists. But, it should um, be on um, BritBox, shouldn't it? Oh, I, th- I think it might have been at one point. If it, it feels like it, it would have been. No, no. If it if it had been on BritBox, it would still be on BritBox. I would say. It's, I'm some kind of streaming expert, obviously. Got a streaming cold. He's a streamer. He's a streamer. Well, time now for the good review guide, finding the latest positive comments about Big Finish Productions to help recommend them for you. And as promised, this week we're looking at Children of the Stone. Only joking. Unit Nemesis 1 Between Two Worlds. From Big Finish Productions, Unit Nemesis, Volume 1. It looks like a stone arch and it's glowing. Given off this bright light. Well, at this stage, alien seems likely. A stone arch that gives off a glowing light covered with unrecognised symbols dating from 16 million years ago. It's not human. Professor Merchant. Who are you? Uh, Captain Josh Carter, unit. Well, who the blazes are you? A castaway. He's right, though. We can be nasty. Oh, I know just how nasty Time Lords can be. <laughs> I think they spotted us. Yes, I've got that feeling, too. It's... Your organization is not known to me. Which just goes to show how discreet it is. Jackie! Oh, that's good. We're not interested in those baubles. They're yours. Where's our three? Not now. Keep your air on, soldiers. Shoot anyone that gets in your way. Hello. Who are you? Allow me to introduce the curator of the undergallery. Have we met? You remind me of someone. You work for the royal household. My duty, sir, are concerned with the new National Gallery in Trafalgar Square. Oh, I'm in heaven. Who are you? Where are you from? I'm the curator. That's all anyone needs to know. I take care of things. Big finish. We love stories. Well, that sounds promising. Mm, There's a but, and it's a big but. I hate big buts. And you cannot lie. Just go to bigfinish.com and type I Nemesis into the search pane and let's see what you get. <laughs> Actually, that's a remnant from last week from I Jacobin. It's just Nemesis. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Sorry, type in folks. Ne- nemesis. Nemesis. Don't be, don't <laughs> ne- be shy. So, uh, yes, so, so it's Nemesis, not I Nemesis. Sorry I about that. Nemesis. I Nemesis. And can we uh, ty- type Nemesis into the site and see if that does bring up unit Nemesis 1? I'll give it a go. Because I just guessed. I'd better bring up Nemesis Express from 
Unit Nasty. Nemesis 4, Nemesis Express Master, The Third Doctor Avengers Volume 3, Unit Nemesis 3, Unit Nemesis 1, Unit Nemesis there, 2. It does. There we are. It, it will. It will work. It will. It's all there. Anyway, first up, IndieMacUser.co.uk, because this is the good review guide. Uh, Jacob Licklider says, Unit Nemesis Between Two Worlds was a very pleasant surprise for a story with some characters who on television never really got a chance to shine. And Big Finish gives them that chance. That's what we're all about. Ken Bentley directs them beautifully doesn't he always and sets up the next three sets with plenty of intrigue 8.5 out of 10 we're a bit like shoe polish aren't we we just we just you know help help things to shine uh blog to <laughs> peter nolan uh says units nemesis one between two worlds opens up a whole era for kate stewart osgood and her team the addition of the 11's delicious menace to mix uh and the special pleasure of a full-length adventure for this curator makes for a thrilling new entry in the series Nemesis is keeping most of its secrets to itself for now, but this strongly written first instalment promises the beginning of something truly special. Brilliant. I was just reminded of our, that um, you probably won't remember, uh, our great discussion of the name Peter Nolan last week. Fantastic but, uh, actor from the 70s. <laughs> oh, no, you, you do remember. <laughs> anyway, moving on from, uh, sorry, Peter. Uh, we made this network.com. Ben Taylor. Now, you see, Ben Taylor, well, he sounds like. He was related to Stephen Taylor, doesn't he? Yeah, Ben, ben Taylor sounds like Red Fifty. <laughs> he sounds. The thing is, he sounds convincingly like, like it could be. It could be like Stephen Taylor's son, doesn't it? Like, yeah, definitely. this is my son Ben Taylor, who's a tailor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, suits you, sir. Uh, Unit's <laughs> Nemesis is an excellent example of how Big Finish's rep company, in inverted commas, approach to storytelling can yield interesting and enjoyable results. Taking a handful of writers, just a handful, a troop of actors and scores of talented behind-the-scenes personnel, they look at the stories and characters which have worked well in the past with just the right amount of novelty and invention to keep it fresh and assemble some kind of order from the chaos. The short hiatus since the last volume of Unit Stories seems to have been worth the wait. And I'm looking forward to the next volume of Unit Nemesis, due in March 2022, with great anticipation. Thank you, Ben. Excellent. Son of well, Stephen. we got Tony Filer now, son of Bill Filer. Tony Flyer's Flying Circus from WarpFactor.com. <laughs> uh, Unit Nemesis 1 ripples with opposing energies and the axons. Yeah, quite right. Uh, the cleverness <laughs> and strategic wisdom of Kate Stewart's match-fit unit and the cracking malevolence of the Eleven brought into the clearest focus he's achieved yet uh, by virtue of his being in our world. Uh, it's a set that doesn't just deliver on its premise, it reinvigorates the whole notion of 21st century unit and makes it buzz with new energy. Uh, whilst maintaining the structure and characters who have always made it sing. Uh, Nick, th thank you. Uh, spend the cash, strap in and buckle up. Unit's back and it means serious business. God, if they didn't quote that on our... I bet they didn't quote that on our... Uh, 
product page. That's pretty. Spend the cash, strap in, and buckle up. Units back, and it means serious business. Buckle up. Buckle up. Buckle up. Uh, SciFiPulse.net racer Devereaux says Unit Nemesis One Between Two Worlds begins another cracking yarn. In the process, the writers deftly meld elements of classic and modern Doctor Who. 9.7 out of 10. So close, Razor. So yeah, close to perfection. So it's almost not worth mentioning. So, so I won't mention yeah. it. Yeah, I wouldn't bother now. Well, on Twitter, uh, Alternate 13th, that's with the squiggly at at the beginning, says Unit Nemesis 1 from Squiggly at Big Finish was just amazing. (laughs) I'd always skimmed around the edges of the unit range, but now I'm really invested. Ah. That's it. Spend that cash. You know it makes sense. Strap in. Buckle up. (laughs) Uh, at doctor underscore 909 what an incredible box set exclamation mark at big finish propel unit into a brand new era and it excels in every aspect another exclamation mark Uh, the stories are incredibly strong the cast is amazing and it will have you hooked all the way exclamation mark can't wait to hear where unit goes next and guess what exclamation mark what a bargain that Twitter Real exclaiming tweet was. There. The Twitter Ex- tweets. To tell you the thing that I can't stand is when people say explanation mark. That just drives me insane. Yeah, I mean, that is... Um, explanation what? mark. I mean, no. what? Exclaim. You exclaim. You don't explain. You can explain and exclaim, but still. Explanation mark. That would be oh. a different mark altogether, wouldn't it? I mean, what would that be? I don't know. I suppose it'd be the opposite of a question mark because you know yes. you're, you're you're answering a question. So maybe an ex- an explanation mark is like question mark inverted. You know, oh. I'm just rewriting <laughs> the English language here, Nick. It's good uh, punctuation. So yeah. I did the Americans. You Americans, hello out there. Hello, how you doing? Um, don't you say points rather than mark? You say you know. Don't you say exp- ex- exclamation point? There's period as well, isn't yeah. there? That's that's yeah. full stop, isn't it? Point. Yes. We're presenting this podcast, period. Well, RD Jackson 87 or R Jackson uh, says just Ard finished Jackson. Unit Nemesis 1 from Big Finish. Whilst it is an establishing set of stories for the story arc and introduces new characters, yes, it is. is an exceptional one. Exceptional one. Exclamation mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, brilliantly diverse stories and sows the seas for some exciting adventures to come. Looking forward to more. And our good old favourite at Justin B Quinnick or Quinnick uh, says my favourite unit set both objectively and personally. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, four great stories with a great cast, fascinating scenarios, and an ice warrior named Abiathar. Incredible yeah. stuff. Good old uh, Abby. That's it for the reviews this week. By the way, next time we'll be talking about Torchwood, the Red List, starring Paul Clayton and Sophie Aldred. Woo-hoo! Still to come on the podcast, listeners' emails. And we'll be going behind the scenes with Torchwood SUV and we'll be giving you a 25% discount on a randomly selected Big Finish release. That's the Randomoid Selectron, of course. Don't you know? Yeah. But first, let us dig behind the scenes or delve Do what you uh, like. with Torchwood Soho, the Unbegotten. Hello, my name's Joe Sheary, and I'm playing Gideon Lime. I'm Samuel Barnett, and I'm playing Norton Folgate. About earlier. You're apologising. I just want to talk to you. Not now. My chips are getting cold. Sure, but I'd like to talk. Not now. When, then? (sighs) Please. 
Uh, we last saw Gideon left on a beach, feeling a little bit worse for wear <laughs> after having been possessed. Um, so yeah, I'm wondering whether whether he'll make it back to being normal. Gideon, hello. Norton. Is that sweet soup? Scrummy. It's for the deserving poor. No sweet for me. No. Yeah, it is. It's 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 always fun to come back. I I genuinely it's it's Sam makes it so easy to play alongside him. So Stop. no, it's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's and it's fun. And as I say, the journeys that we go on in each episode they're so big, and the arcs that these characters go on that it, it is fun to come back to 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 revisit because you're we're trying to find. How can we make keep this relationship f- uh, fresh for the listeners and mm. and and exciting and and want and rooting for both of them? You know, at some points you you I can imagine um, listeners rooting for Norton, even though he can be hard work. And, I don't know what, uh, <laughs> don't know what you mean. <laughs> um, and then uh, uh, loads of other times, you know, people rooting for Gideon and rooting for both of them together. Yeah. And I, th- I think for that you always want to come back and kind of deliver. Yeah. And it's nice that we know each other and we're fond of each other as people, so that always helps. Oh, yeah, I do like you. I yes. mean, you don't like me that much. You often show how much you hate me. I but love you. I really like you, you know. You're my uh, favourite actor. That's what you say to everyone. Um, no, it, de- it genuinely helps. Like, it's always a pleasure to come back. And actually, when we were recording this earlier and, you know, pandemic things, and I think the last one we did, we weren't able to be oh, yes. in a room. Like, yeah. we were both all remote and everything, and that felt quite sad not to all be able to be together so it's very nice actually to be back in person in yeah. the studio my name is Dovla Kerwin and I'm playing Elizabeth Hayhoe again so I am Saffron Coomber and I play Mia who is a pub landlady is this the first ever lesbian ghost story you've played most definitely and it's been a challenge to try and research it <laughs> and what research have you done <laughs> Sadly, uh, with COVID, zero. I've just imagined my husband's a woman. It's fine. It's a long, complicated story. We all do. It's too late. No one listened. All nonsense. All nonsense. There goes our Dr. Salt. Do many people see him? No. Hello, my name is Shai Matheson. I play Doctor or Professor Salt. Who did you base Professor Salt on? Do you know what? Sometimes when I said the lines out loud, I thought about Dominic West, but that's not because Dominic West is a drunk. It's some something in the voice sounded to me like Dominic West. Salt, Doctor, the local GP. I do what I can. They've assigned a copper to Mandeville Walk. Bit late, isn't it? A question that we've been asking everyone, uh, starting with Dervla, uh, do you have a favourite secret bit of London? Oh, I, well, it's not, <laughs> sadly, it's not that secret, but I love um, Old Brompton Cemetery. I really do. I just love that place. So that's my sort of favourite place in London. That can be quiet, sit there with a nice coffee. Watch the locals doing what the locals do. I was going to say, the the locals do do a lot in there, don't they? They do. And I find that really entertaining. (laughs) So, you know, it's great. You see people jogging by, you see people doing all sorts of things. Wonderful. I love it. I'm going back to church. You only talk to God because he can't answer back. Oh, come back. A friend would go after him. I'm not his friend. He's left his brandy behind. 
No, he hasn't. Uh, it's it's not strictly central. Well, it's definitely not central London. Um, it's actually in the Greenwich Borough. There's a park uh, called Marion Wilson, um, and it has a herd of deer in it, and um, some sheep and some rabbits. How big is this park? It's really not. It's not that big at all. But like you walk around it, and you feel like you're in the middle of the countryside. Oh. And it's oh. around where I grew up, so I, I yeah, I have a lot of nostalgia for the place. This scrapbook is thorough. I've kept a page for every event on Mandeville Walk. Now, I have a new secret bit of London, mm. which is very much less exciting than all of these things. I just discovered a really nice place in Soho that's just off of Brewer Street, which I've, I've walked past that place for about 15 years and never knew it existed. It's called Smith's Court. Never yeah. yeah, it's like just off Lexington Street. Yeah, and it's like a little tiny courtyard with like a chocolate uh, shop and a cafe. And it's really cute and secret, but it's only because it's the newest secret place that I've found. I don't know if I'd say it's my favorite. There's something in the air here. You'll sense it. What? Evil? Ignorance. Well, I would describe the Norton and Gideon relationship as. Um, you know, two people that have ex- traveled the universe together to different worlds and experienced incredible kind of things together. Um, but through all this major epic kind of journeying that they do, there's a true love there that has them bickering quite a lot. <laughs> so it's, it's just that joy, that mixture of kind of, yeah, the fun parts of a relationship in the midst of all these huge situations and um, and the life or death threats which is which is incredible i think that brings them closer mm. and they've got a dog and they've got a dog uh, and you'll find the tortured soho the unbegotten at bigfinish.com just type unbegotten into the search pane at the top to find it oh need i say more than listeners emails That's right, and you don't need to explain nor exclaim this one because it sort of just does all that for you. Just listeners' emails. Send them in to podcast.bigfinish.com, get them in, and we will try. We can't always, but we do try to answer them. Yes. Uh, First up, this one here from Josh. Uh, Hi, Nick and Benji. I have enjoyed seeing what you do with the late, great Terry Nation's work. My question is, Mm. if you have ever considered doing the Peddler Davis series Doomwatch for audio. It's just worth it for that, isn't it? Um, It it seems like something that Big Finish could expand on. Also, I'm curious if you've considered adapting a fantasy series for audio, perhaps the recent Merlin series. Um, Just get Jonathan Carley in to be be the dragon. Because that was Merlin. Uh, John Hurt, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, well, of course we've considered doing Doomwatch. But... um, we're just mindful that you know stuff like this which we love we love we don't know it's difficult to find a new market for it's like adam adamant you know um which we loved doing and uh, i do highly recommend it great stuff uh, but you know just hasn't really found an audience you know and so many people wrote into us to ask for adam adamant 
I, I only hope that those people who wrote in did buy it, uh, but it may have just been them by the, the feel of the sales figures. So, yeah, not, not a runaway success there, I'm sad to say. I was fully invested in that. Never mind. Uh, so, yeah, and the Doom Watch thing about people investigating stuff like that, I don't know whether it's a strong enough original format that holds a place in people's hearts for you to actually say this is a new version of Doom Watch. They did do a Doom Watch... Uh, thing on channel five or four i can't remember a while back and that nothing really came of that and i feel like it would work better as like a like a series like a sort of bbc radio specials thing a bit like quatermass like i feel like it, it kind of works as i think quatermass than... is bigger and has more of a reputation and to do quatermass would be a huge thing definitely Whereas doomwatch doesn't have that i don't know so and I think... uh, fantasy series i'm not really into fantasy myself um, See, I love, I absolutely love fantasy. Like, absolutely adore it. Um, I don't know if Merlin would be the right choice because I feel like it's kind of all sort of, it's kind of happened. Like, it's all well, self-contained some, and yes, resolved. Yes, that's right. Yes. And the problem with doing something like that is that Merlin is, you know, uh, you'd be paying for the intellectual property of doing the BBC series of Merlin when Merlin is out of copyright as a concept. You know, it's just a <laughs> legend thing and you could just do your own version of it which is a thought is it not mm. certainly is next up this is from uh ken um not ken bentley cross-reference <laughs> listing confusion uh, greetings nick and benji uh, or bengi the way he spells it with a g uh, thanks for the podcast and all your other great work at big finish you're so welcome ken from Heinsberg, Vermont, USA. Uh, just a quick note, and you can tell us about the ex- explanation. <laughs> it's exclamation point mark. Um, just a quick note about a technical issue that's been plaguing my perusal of the Big Finish website for more great stories. Having over 700 downloads in my account, bless you, I can't recall all the titles. When stories are released both in the boxed, he's put in inverted commas, set as an individual release, if you have the boxed in inverted commas set, it shows up as in inverted commas you have this but the individual release i suppose you mean the individual story within the box set is not tagged that way Uh, we don't call them boxed sets we call them box sets Uh, this leads me to searching through my account to determine if i already have it would it be possible to have the individual release included in the boxed set tags you have this then i can spend less time searching and more time listening and more to the point buying your wonderful stories well can you know um, all the right things to say as well as saying keep up the good work at the end there uh, it's a really difficult one i mean basically what i'm getting back about this because i did ask around um is uh um that it's certainly this has been raised before but it would involve a fundamental change in the way the you've got this function works uh, at the moment it relies 100 percent on direct transactions of a specific item to implement this would mean adding and maintaining a matrix of relationships between products and then using that to inform the tagging on top of the very simple purchased yes no that we have now um, so, I mean, it would be really nice to have this and certainly it will go on a list somewhere for, you know, when we've got enough time, energy and money to do that. But I completely feel your pain. Um, yeah, I've also got some really technical stuff 
uh, about it. Uh, oh, yeah, I don't understand that, so never mind. <laughs> but yeah, sorry about that, Ken. No, nothing doing at the moment, but I really... And thank you for your loyalty and all those downloads. Brilliant. 700, gosh. 700, yeah, that's quite, that's quite something, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so we've got one more email here from, uh, from Ben Greenland. Um, and it goes as followed. Hi there, guys. I was wondering, um, considering you've already announced two sets of Fugitive Doctor Adventures and Call Me Master before yes. this TV era finishes, though at the time of writing we're 14 days away now, have oh. you had scripts written up yet by writers or had artwork commissioned? Uh, I'm very much looking forward to these sets and I'm really hoping we get some details soon. I guess the first thing is that maybe you answer it as we go along because there's sort of three three questions aren't there oh okay well um i was waiting until the end but uh um what are the questions we have writers yeah people are working on storylines there's no artwork yet there's just the placeholder artwork that you've seen that happens on the announcement i like this one already uh what's your favorite flavor of crisps we need more casual questions like this in and amongst the inquisitive release questions a really good right. point quite right well, I'm a bit off crisps at the moment on a sort of, um, or not, I mean, I love them, but on a kind of uh, uh, trying not to eat stuff myself with so much food. <laughs> the trouble is you try not to eat too much. There's so much, you know, we, we live in the Western world where there's far too much food around, isn't there? And the temptation is always to stuff yourself. So I try, so I try to cut down on sugar and salt. Sugar. So, salt. So I've stopped having crisps. And I only have one spoonful of sugar in my tea and coffee. I had two previously. This is, you know, fascinating insider information, I realise, folks. But then I find... <laughs> then I choke to death. But then I find that um, I just start eating other unhealthy things to sort of take up the slack and make sure that I get slightly too fat again. <laughs> you know? so, so, yeah, I've given up those things and cut down on cakes... But then I find I'm buying loads of really lovely bread and putting butter on it instead of um, less fattening spread. So, funnily enough, just I got I I'd lost uh, quite a lot of weight. Well, you know, like half a stone or something. And then I've immediately put it back on and more because I just stuff other stuff in. <laughs> it's just you know what I mean. It's like there's something about my body. It says no, you must be slightly overweight, Nick. But as long as you, you you enjoy the process, that's that's all that matters, really. You know, I was I was relieved. So I put on a suit that I hadn't worn since pre pre lockdown, and it fits me perfectly, absolutely perfectly. So I feel like I've maintained my my weight, which is good. It means my mm. lifestyle is working. Um, I don't. I love. I I I don't do a lot of. I don't really snack. I'm not a big snacks guy. I'm certainly not a big sugar guy. Um, I do have a bag of crisps a day that's pretty much the only snack i have actually apart from that i just do main meals i don't have any uh sugar in my tea or coffee um but crisps i do like an, an early evening crisps to fill that void at sort of six o'clock um standard crisps i mean it's you know you, a good cheese and onion always goes che down cheese well. and onion would be my favorite it's yes. a solid I mean, answer if I, but I, if I have yeah 
But, but frankly, I I'd try anything, like alcoholic drinks. I just try anything. <laughs> well, this is what I was going to say. I have a lot. I, I tend to actually have non-traditional things. So I would. I, it's between the two, these two really are. There's um, McCoy's Muchos. They're called, and they're so good. <laughs> so they're that's like little, the dust crisps now. They're like, <laughs> yes, I do, Ace. Uh, crisps. <laughs> Money, um, <laughs> and, um, but much, muchos they do nacho cheese muchos and they're like kind of spicy Mexican crisps uh, and they're so incredible, they are just divine. Uh, and I also um, I love um, pita chips which you can get from Marks and Spencers which are so good. Salted pita chips are just pita absolutely chip. insane, insane. Mm. Um, I seem to good remember question. this is this has really delved into my mind now. I remember years ago there was a pub locally. Mm. Um, that on a night out they used to do beef and mustard crisps beef and mustard uh, which are just incredible and also wasabi oh. nuts they're oh, insane oh yeah we love I a love wasabi, wasabi nut. nut oh yeah. so good Come there you on. go this is really is really is uh, snack time big shout out to um, to Joe Smith uh, and Tom Saunders uh, two uh, ex-Big Finish gangs who both share a love for crisps oh, particular yeah. Tudor crisps Tudor um, Tudor uh, yeah, I chewed the crisps. crisps. I didn't. <laughs> suck, I didn't crunch them. I chewed them. <laughs> it was this old advert from. Um, it must have been the seventies. Canny bag of chuda. That's it. It's up in. I will have to dot them from your wages. Um, that's my terrible <laughs> Newcastle accent, but that's one it said in the advert. I'm sure um, have a fishy on a little dish. Uh, we've got the final question here. Uh, finally, uh, considering how Jodie Whittaker has already reprised the role of the Doctor in Redacted a couple of months ago, and the yeah. sheer amount of convention she's already done, uh, London, LA, etc., etc., um, do you think that there's a likelihood that she'll join the audio family anytime soon? Uh, realistically, I know she's been in the role for five years on screen, but with all the aforementioned activity, I honestly think there's a good chance we've only got to wait a few years for the 13th Doctor Adventures. Um, ordinarily, uh, I wouldn't expect a Doctor to join you this soon after finishing on the screen, but I could actually see her with you in one or two years. Do you think this is at all likely? Thanks. Keep up the good work, or great work, as it says here. Great audio drama work. Ben Greenland, smiley face. I like the way you said aforemented and not aforementioned, but uh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> aforemented is, is it's like a mixture between um, fermented... And for Micah, <laughs> <laughs> it's fermented for Micah. Dear, oh dear. I love I it. I love it. I can't read. <laughs> I, 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 I like the creation of new words. Fermented. Um, well, it's an interesting one. I think I imagine that Redacted came under her original contract. Um, so, yeah, that wasn't the. A, uh, a separate thing. Um, uh, there's a big difference, as we know, between actors going to conventions and agreeing to come on board with Big Finish. It's just, uh, you know, Peter Capaldi goes to conventions, Matt Smith goes to conventions, but neither of them uh, at the moment seem to want to come and do Big Finish. And it's a shame because, you know, and it will be this, the same with Jodie, I think. It's um, when whenever one of the doctors finally comes to us they always have a great time and wonder why they've never done it before but you can't say that to people because mm. they you know you say you will love it honestly we're really nice and you'll have a great time and it'll be really easy and lovely for you um but they 
you know, because they haven't experienced it, they presumably just don't believe us or it just doesn't seem to be part of their life, you know. Um, so I've no idea about Jody. I mean, uh, I like that you, you say, you know, that you could actually see her with you in one or two years. That, that Ben, is, is your foresight and not mine. Um, <laughs> it'd be great to have Jody on board. She's really lovely and it'd be fantastic to work with her. Um, yeah, but, uh, well, let, fingers crossed, eh? I mean, I imagine that the people running the TV series, Russell and all those wonderful people, you know, would not want us to be doing The Last Doctor the moment they're doing their new Doctor. I think there needs to be a little bit of time, you know, for the new Doctor to be in everyone's mind and, and no danger of there being any, I don't know, confusion in the press. People saying, oh, hold on, Jodie Whittaker hasn't gone. She's still doing something, apparently. You can just imagine that sort of muddies the water a bit. I think when a new Doctor comes along, you need to give them, you know, the main stage and and not have any peripheral activity going on that said of course of course we'd love to work with jodie whittaker and we want to work with all the doctors who can work with us um good answer that thanks mate is that a 9.5 out of 10 or an 8.5 right out of 11.2 <laughs> that's it for this week more listeners emails next time sent to podcast at bigfinish.com keep them coming keep them challenging also keep them trivial as all you lovely regular listeners will know it's round about this time that we let you know the randomoids electron is hotting up to offer you a 25 percent discount on a random selected big finish release yes uh as you can visit the real selectron for yourself online just google it but sadly that won't give you the discount yeah it only works on we, we are the, the the guardians of the discount but you can you can what we say that. goes uh time now for our also available segment hey more torchwood out this week torchwood suv we're fine in here really how much air do we have well Plenty. How much? Right. Uh, well, you can survive for about four hours in a coffin, if you're buried alive. You have that at your fingertips? And I'd say that the volume of the car is about four coffins? We go with that measurement, are we? I'm Gareth David Lloyd and I play Yanto Jones. Hi, my name is Nao Komura and I play Toshiko Sato. The reason for doing this script is because currently the two of you are flat sharing. Well, this hasn't gone very well, has it? How has it been house sharing with Naoko? It's been uh, lovely, actually, because um, she's been away for most of it. Um, I'm joking, I'm joking. No, no, it's, uh, yeah, we, you know, we share the occasional... I'm making breakfast every day. No, you don't. I don't I eat don't. breakfast. I don't. Um, we shared the occasional bottle of wine. We've had a takeaway. We've watched a film. It's been nice, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's been really nice. I have been away a lot. Um, uh, I tell you who is besotted with Gareth. Uh, that's uh, my neighbour's cat, Luna. Absolutely besotted. Yeah, she's a psychopath. She's not posted. She's, she's, she's not besotted. She's fixated. There's a difference. She's obsessed she, she comes, with you. She, she like, no tarts around my ankles and then you go down to pet her and she I have to say you have lovely ankles thanks very much yeah, yeah. No. and how is the two of you house sharing like Tosh and Yanto in this I think we work together better than uh, Tosh and Yanto do in the, this episode very scientific you don't sound convinced 
You're not convincing. There's no bickering or... Are you all right? Yeah, thank you. You don't have a clue what you're doing, do you? No. We're literally family, aren't we? You yeah. know, we've known each other for 7,000 years. Yeah. Funnily enough, um, last night we both, like, demolished a packet of crisps each, didn't we? Yes, a pack of crisps <laughs> and a, a cheese on toast. Mm. Are you thinking of getting us some crisps? What? From the garage. I was going to ask, uh, what is your favourite flavour of crisp? Am I going to die listening to you tell me what's wrong with crisps? No. Well. <sighs> salt and vinegar. Yeah. It's my all-time favourite. Me too. Salt and vinegar. Yeah. And closely followed by? Um, closely followed by cheese and... If you're talking about... Oh, if you're not normal crisps, proper crisps, then I'd say cheese and onion is my oh second favourite. But then, if we get into the realm of baked crisps, then uh. it has to be... Uh, pickle onion monster munch. Oh, you um, like onion, don't you? I do, yeah. 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 Uh, what about yours? I have to say salt and vinegar. Yeah. Um, and then, when I was 12, it would have been prawn cocktail. <laughs> Worcester sauce. Remember, yeah, Worcester oh sauce. Oh my gosh, I used to love monster munch. But, I, I have to say, I'm, I'm, I'm like salivating now. I love salt and vinegar. But I have to say, I really like um, sour cream and, and, you know, like the American sour cream and onion. Like Pringle, the Pringles. Not so much Pringles, but the Lay's ones. Oh, yes, I know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, it's like the American Walkers, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. even though I hate onions, especially right. raw onions. But right. yeah, I think salt and vinegar. Have you ever in real life eaten cheese and onion together? On a pizza? Doesn't count. I've heard that the SUV was a nightmare to film in. We'll be fine in the SUV. The SUV's safe. Why don't you marry the SUV? Is that true? Yes. Yes. It because was, it had yeah. so much kit, like um, so much dressing inside it, like hard, yeah. edged, um, brutal dressing that you sort of, every time you went over a bump, you just sort of like, yeah. Especially because you, you're so tall. Yeah, yeah, your head would like bang into the the the, 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 the business that was uh, attached to the roof and it was yeah it was quite made it quite cramped and also, I mean, it looked yeah. great on on screen but um it wasn't the most comfortable of um, vehicles also do you remember at. like it was summer we were filming in summer and it got so hot yeah because the air vents you know the uh, ac air vents they were, covered were actually with covered with sort of dressing yeah yeah not salad dressing but like, you know, um, set dressing, set dressing or yeah. torchwood stuff. Just go to bigfinish.com and type SUV into the search right at the top to find yourself trapped in a vehicle with two very compelling torchwood characters. Not half. Uh, pretty soon now, we'll be giving you a free 15 minute drama tease of Torchwood Soho, the unbegotten. But first... It's the Randomoid Selectatron giving you a 25% discount on a randomly selected Big Finish release. Nick did a wonderful action there. It was really well done. Um, it's it's Vienna Series 3. Oh, no, not that Vienna. This is Vienna starring... Um, <laughs> starring uh, Chase Masterson. It's Vienna Salvatore. Yeah, what, um, which series is this? Series three. Series three. Goodness. All right, then. All right, then. Oh, I why? think... What? Yeah. Well, um, let's have the trailer. 
Hello, hello, hello. Oi! What's all this in? Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. I have a secret. Vienna Salvatore. I used to be somebody else. Known to have worked previously as an assassin for hire. I used to dream about an impossibly glamorous lifestyle. My dreams came true. Mission recordings accepted as proof of assassination, Miss Salvatore. When I found the best possible you. What's going on? Oh, you know, we were feeling a bit paranoid and turning on each other. You know, like you do when there's a massive external threat. Run the plan. If you're quick, you might manage to shoot this idiot before I do. Give me the wheel. Hang on to your heads. We're going through. I got the hat. Hang on to your heads. This is gonna be bumpy. So, now that you know my secret, you can become the person you always knew you could be. Make your dreams a reality. Make impossibly glamorous possible. Um, is that rather tacky decorative fountain moving, or is it just me? Impossibly glamorous. Won't you? Impossibly glamorous. Second application life form detected. Oh, Becky. Please prepare to die. I knew my luck wasn't in. Impossibly glamorous. Vienna, Series 3 box set. Big finish. We love stories. Some Philistine just hurled a balcony at me. So it's got great scripts from Ian Potter, Guy Adams and Steve Lyons in there. Um, brilliant stuff. Scott Hancock directing. Kevin Scott producing. Good Amazing cast stuff. as well. Some some fun people in there. Sophie Alger, Terry Malloy, Elizabeth Morton. Uh, some real real classics there. Yeah. Bernard Holly was in it as well. Oh, oh. fantastic! The late lovely Bernard. Uh, and Samantha Beard. They're doing an amazing job in that. Brilliant. Uh, so, um, uh, actually, what I've got to do, Benji. I don't know whether you remember this. I've got to uh, write to Jackie Emery at Big Finish. Yes, yes. Uh, to tell her to, you know, make sure she knows uh, the score. which release to attach the offer to. So, Benji, you've got to explain how you get the 25% discount. Um, what what style would you like to do it in? Style of me? Freestyling it to you, you know, free, free, free swim. Free swim. Freestyling free it. Uh, just go to bigfinish.com uh, podcast page you can actually to save yourself time just go type in bigfinish.com slash podcasts just type that in um, once you're there click read more under the picture of myself and Sir Nicholas Briggs oh. uh, then click uh, just click here it says on, in the blurb under us and enter the code buck up B-U-C-K-U-P enter that in uh, enter some text in as well uh, yeah buck up and you'll get your 25% discount simple as that um I love the way that I was talking so quickly then. I just actually was just talking complete rubbish at times. But yeah. You? Yeah. Just I just said enter some text in. <laughs> it be anything. Yeah, just you have to enter in buck up, you see, and then you'll get your discount. Oh, it's worth I see. Doing. It was, I mean, it is an explanation, reduction, you know. It, it, it's it's meant to make sense. So, it's an yeah. explanation mark. 
<laughs> yeah, big finish, bigfinish.com slash podcasts. The picture of me and Nick there. Click read more, and then it? read the blurb underneath, and it will tell you click here and enter the code buck. Well, you've done it again. You've explained it a second time. I explained it a second time, but but more refined. You know, oh, like, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Bit like you know what the first time was like. I scratched it on the back of you know like a <laughs> matchbox, and yes. this is like the this is like the have a have a pamphlet that says it properly. Oh right, you know, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, Ran, you're my favourite. Next week's podcast features the third Doctor adventure, Kaleidoscope. <laughs> I was hoping you'd do that. <laughs> I can't not do Kaleidoscope. it. Uh, we go behind the scenes and drama tease you. I actually typed, we got behind the scenes, <laughs> which is We got weird. behind the scenes. Yeah, and stuff, what we've done. Uh, we'll also be celebrating the anniversary of Dorian Gray in our also available segmento. Don't miss that. Miss that or indeed miss it it's vinyl vinyl beautiful vinyl limited to 500 uh, copies oh, quick can't miss that can't miss that well thanks again to all of you for listening be safe and remember we do all this for the love of stories And now Torchwood Soho, The Unbegotten by James Goss, Episode 1, A First Breath. stopped and that means it's time and that means they're coming are you ready to breathe yet no not yet not quite yet <laughs> Mandeville Walk, the most haunted street in Soho. As in ghosts. Actual ghosts. No such thing. <coughs> Andrew and I. No such thing. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We're ghost hunting. <laughs> As in an investigation. It's hardly a day trip. Where are the sandwiches? Where are the hard-boiled eggs? We have your ovaries. <sighs> it all looks so ordinary. It's a bomb site. That's ordinary for Soho. What sort of ghosts? Ghostly apparitions, strange voices. Crater demons. War superstition. Creatures live in the bomb sites, dragging the unwary to hell. There are a lot of craters here. A lot of portals to hell. Is there anything in the files? That's the interesting thing. Torchwood had a file for Mandeville Walk, and it's missing. Someone doesn't want us to find out what's going on here. That was their first mistake. Torchwood. Always turning up when we're not wanted. <laughs> Thank you.
Welcome to our new headquarters, the best room available in Mandeville Walk. It's a knocking shop. The only room available in Mandeville Walk. Lovely views. Rent payable by the hour. I don't like it. How long are we going to be here? Until we find out what's going on. <sighs> so, ghosts. Exactly. Oh, poor old Andrew looks very excited about the idea. Look at him down there. You've dolled him up in a policeman's uniform, like a dog in a dress. He is a pet, just dying for someone to stop and ask him the time. Or maybe he can clip an urchin round the ear. Oh, to be so easily satisfied. And that's really all you're telling us about why we're here. Fine. Where do we start? Well, despite all the damage, we've still got two temples. The church over there and the pub over there. I'll leave you with the pub. The church looks charming. You want upstairs? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, you naughty little boy. Yes. I'm sorry. Put your ankles into it, Sonny. We're busy. Try upstairs. <sighs> Did you have to? Yes. Wait. No footsteps. Uh, They're still standing outside the door. <sighs> they want more. Undress. Pardon? In case they're peeping through the keyhole. I'll send them on their way. Oh. No one there. A ghost? Stay with your fellow ghoul. I should go check on Andy. <coughs> the church looks horrible. What happened to it? The Luftwaffe. Some of the walls and a bit of chapel are intact. Are you sure? Don't sneeze. It must have been quite something. Yes. Still, they've made something of the ruins. Lovely car park and a soup kitchen. Yes, but... Here we go. The size it must have been? Huge. Doesn't that strike you as all? Soho's higgledy-piggledy and full of surprises. But anywhere else, they'd call it a cathedral. You ever been to Slandaff? Obviously not. Well then, big churches often built on the site of something else. Just saying. You haven't spent all your time out here polishing your buttons. I have not. That bombed-out house over there? People are still living in it. See, look, there's furniture all up on the second floor. Project for you. Don't fancy the church? Don't fancy the ghosts. Oh, dear Lord. Do you ever clean in here? Does it look like my locals complain? Clearly not. Are they dead? Quiet souls. Happy to come in and nap over a pint and a pie. Pork. If anyone asks. You can tell I adore being asked questions. And I adore asking them. Been working here long. It's my pub. Such as it is, it is. You gonna order anything or just criticise? Put me down for a very large gin. Then don't pour it. Suit yourself. It's not really my drink. Pie? God, no. Keep the change. Kind of you. I know what you're looking for. Do you? Everyone comes to Mandeville Walk looking for something. A girl or a favourite drink. I don't have a favourite drink. Oh. I'm Mia. Elizabeth. And what are you really? Journalist, tourist or some other kind of ist? I've come about the ghosts. Psychic investigator. Spiritualist. Ha! I absolutely do not believe in ghosts. And yet you've come looking for them. Well, yes. A hypocrite. A hypocrite-ist. <laughs> Very good. Mm -hmm. And what happens if you find these ghosts you don't believe in? Then I look silly. I'll tell you what I believe in. Crater demons. Uh, 
And our side chapel has been dated to the 1400s. Did you see the main chapel? The car park? I mean, before Hitler brought it down. It was something. The choir stalls were dated to 1280. Lovely old wood. Went up like fireworks. Mm. Still, we have a jazz group perform in the car park in the evenings, so you can't say we've fallen completely silent. And this poor chapel does for the parishioners who've remained. So many lost and drifted away. I'm sorry, Reverend. <clears throat> I know how it can be. My father has a church. Got through the war unscathed. Mm. I envy him. We lost so much. Frankly, I don't know if this place can be saved. But we do what we can for those who remain. The soup line outside gets longer every day. So I see. Oh, that man there. Who? I, I must... Uh, sorry, excuse me, Reverend. I, I must... There you go, my scrapbook. I'm being surprisingly helpful. Remarkable. Aren't I? We got a lot of coverage about the crater demons at the time. It's all there. I'm seeing a lot of people were lost in the bombing. Lost. That's the word. Number 17 took a direct hit. Boarding house it was. A dozen rooms squeezed into it. See? See there? Six bodies found. Only six. What happened to the rest? I can think of lots of reasons. Of course you can. That's why you're here. The rooms were empty. They moved away. They were marmalised by the blast. Heard them all. What I've never heard from any visiting East is the bloody obvious that the bodies were taken. Crater demons! Don't you listen to her. Listen to me. I'm right. I always was. I always will be. Right. Oh, here we go. It's too late. No one listened. All nonsense. All nonsense. There goes our Dr. Salt. Do many people see him? No. This scrapbook is thorough. I've kept a page for every event on Mandeville Walk. Residents trying to dig out Florence Jenkins reported the anguish Tot's desperate cries, but also a strange and unearthly howling. Lurid. I remember little Flory. Mucky hands and a gappy smile. They never found her. The reporting stopped after a while. Not quite the right spirit. Ah, bad enough Hitler was dropping bombs on us without demons dragging the victims to hell. Ever since, we've been a bit off-limits. I mean, there was a time... Yes? Never mind. I do mind. It's... well... It sounds... Go on. We reckoned fire crews were dawdle coming out to us. Were they fricked too? Or had they been ordered back? Let them burn. You! Ah, what's the use? You never listen. Oh, uh, good afternoon, sir. Polishing your buttons. Oh, the uniform's high maintenance. You're new. So is your uniform. PC Andy Davidson. This is my new beat. Are you one of my... my... neighbours? Salt. Doctor. The local GP? I do what I can. They've assigned a copper to Mandeville Walk. Bit late, isn't it? How long has it been since there was one? A long time. What have I missed? Everything. Sir? This whole street's dying. 
patience I have, those who'll see me. Malnourished. Lungs full of rubbish. There's no telling them. They won't listen. Telling people to eat more normally cures hunger? It's more than that. They need to go away. To be healthy, to fight it off. Fight what off? The kids. Look around you. See any children play? No. Their parents, most of them, listened. Moved away. The others... Their houses are quiet now. Oh. There's something in the air here. You'll sense it. What? Evil? Ignorance. Sir? Ask around. I was off to see the couple in that house over there. How can they live in that? Jim and Judy. Interesting example. Ignorance. That's how they live there. They know no better. Rolls are over there. That's right, just one, please. Thank you. A vegetable soup. Oh. Gideon. Hello. Norton. Is that sweet soup scrummy? It's for the deserving poor. No sweet for me. No. You uh, work here? Helping out at St. Thomas's? Obviously. I see. It's good to be appreciated. Right. While I work out what's next. Uh, the dog misses you? I miss the dog. Just the dog? <clears throat> Move along, Nijinsky. You're holding up the queue. Always good of you to point out how selfish I am. I'm happy here. Please, why did you come? Doesn't matter. Leave me alone. Of course. I, I've work to do. I'll leave you to your ladling. Soup for you, ma'am. Rolls are over there. That's right. Soup for you, sir. Damn. Don't get excited, dear. I'm not. Give it a shove. Oh, oh. oh well, this is... Tea? Um, I'm PC Davidson. I've been assigned to Mandeville Walk. You know, you're a friendly local copper. Getting to know my beat. He offered tea. Sorry, this house... I keep it spick and span. Um, yes. We were waiting for it to be condemned. Never happened. We were waiting. No one came. So we stay. Linger. Do the best we can. One less wall is just one less wall. Yes. I was hoping Jim would build me a new one. Or a bit of one. No such luck. I'll get round to it. I'll get round. You says... Now, sit down. No, not on that chair. That's just the... the show. <laughs> this one. I offered you tea. She offered you tea. I'll take tea. There. OK, thank you. That's lovely. Not cold, is it? No. I was worried. We manage as best as. Let me read your leaves. Um. <sighs> Jim doesn't like me reading leaves, telling futures in them. We ain't got futures, Judy. So he says. He says they're just leaves. Well, let's see if you're right. Can't hurt. Just. Oh, delicious. 
Finished. Uh-huh. Oh. Oh. Nothing. Just drinks. Right. Well, I was hoping for a bit of local colour, you know, anything out of the ordinary. <laughs> Pay no mind. We live on a bomb site. See in the ceiling that carpet hanging down? Yes. Mrs. Rudman's carpet, that is. Or was. She slid through it. Bang! Down on this table. Stone cold. Shock it was. From the blast. Her relatives came and took all away they fancied. Left the carpet. So it's our carpet now. But it isn't. Not really. Still, Mrs. Rudman's, you were asking if we'd seen anything unusual. Yes. Well, 